From one year to the next, organizations change. Policies change. Regulations change. Your culture may evolve and it can be difficult for HR to keep up. A good way to stay on top of these compliance changes is by maintaining a thoughtful and useful culture guide. And as Q4 and the end of the year approaches, there's no better time than now for HR to review and revise yours. In this episode of HR Party One, I'll explain what you need to know to update your culture guide for 2021. We'll discuss why HR should regularly update culture guides, compliance details that are included in a culture guide, and several compliance updates HR should be considering anyway for 2021. Let's get to it. We treat our culture guide as a living, breathing document because times change. And they change fast, as we've learned in 2020. For example, from March 2020 until the time of this recording, Bernie Portal made dozens of edits to portions of our guide. Part three of our guide lives in a Google Doc that our whole team can view anytime. And only HR can edit it. And we do. Updating this stuff is a key HR responsibility for several different reasons, including compliance concerns. You need to ensure that your organization and your employees are operating in accordance with employment laws and regulations. For example, this year, the Department of Labor released a final rule increasing the wage threshold for employees eligible for overtime. If your company regularly pays overtime wages, it's essential that you include an update like this in your culture guide. Protection from harmful litigation. This goes hand in hand with compliance. Updating culture guides with the latest laws and regulations adds an additional layer of protection from harmful litigation for non-compliance. When substantial changes are made to Bernie Portal's culture guide, we always have employees sign off digitally in the HRIS to acknowledge they received and reviewed the updated policies. We recommend the same for your team. Stay in sync with company culture. Make sure that your culture guide actually reflects your culture. Any inconsistencies between what the culture guide says and how the organization actually operates can cause confusion for employees and make it more difficult for managers to do their jobs well. For example, let's say your culture guide doesn't include a dress code, but an employee shows up one day wearing something a manager finds inappropriate for the workplace. The manager decides to send the employee home for the day, even though no dress code was outlined in your guide. The teammates upset at losing their shift pay and also for being singled out Clearly, there's a disconnect here. This is the kind of inconsistency that can hurt employee morale and create division between managers and their teams. A well-written, comprehensive, and up-to-date culture guide can help you avoid these kinds of issues. Let's dig into that first point, compliance. In episode 41, I mentioned that parts one and two of a great culture guide share the founding story, establish the mission and vision, and generally set the stage for new hires to hit the ground running and, and, and be inspired on day one. On the other hand, part three digs deep into compliance and operations. Think tutorials on HSA contributions, paid parental leave, and how employees view their paychecks. Without a doubt, this should be the most detailed portion of your culture guide. Take Bernie Portals, for example. Part three of our guide is 64 pages long. In any comprehensive compliance section of a culture guide, teammates should be able to find the following details. Key employment law policies, including federal, state, and local regulations. An overview of the company and general employment policies, such as job classifications, employment eligibility, employee records, job postings, termination procedures, resignation procedures, union information if applicable, and leave policies. Anti-discrimination policies, including laws prohibiting discrimination and harassment, as well as ADA compliance. A sexual harassment prevention statement and the company's commitment to zero tolerance. 
a work schedule, including policies on hours of operation, schedules, attendance rules, punctuality, and reporting absences. Conduct standards, including how employees are expected to behave in the workplace, dress codes, cybersecurity, and device policies. Safety and security, including emergency exit locations, how to report an accident, and OSHA reporting requirements. Tech security, including policies on company email, blog posting, computer software, and social media posts. Now that was a lot. With each of these considerations in mind, what updates should HR make for 2021? So a lot happened in 2020. You may have noticed. We have a global COVID-19 pandemic, some new Supreme Court decisions, and HR was expected to stay on top of all the new compliance rules and regulations. If you missed some of these, I can help. Consider implementing these seven updates to your culture guide for 2021. There's a new Form W-4. At the beginning of the year, the IRS announced a new version of Form W-4, which is less complex, more transparent, and more accurate. It was the first major update to the form since 2017. For HR, the takeaway is clear. Any employee who completed Form W-4 during 2020 must use the new form, while withholding computations will remain the same for employees who completed forms before 2020. LGBTQ plus protections. The US Supreme Court decided in June that employers cannot fire workers for being LGBTQ plus. The ruling applies to companies with 15 or more employees, while those under that threshold remain subject to state and local regulations. We also discussed this in detail in a previous episode, and I'll include a link in the description. HR should amend the culture guide to reflect these protections alongside existing anti-discrimination language. Remote work policies. Thanks to COVID-19, employers in 2020 experienced the biggest remote work experiment in history. If applicable to your team, if you're doing this, update your culture guide to reflect new long-term remote work expectations and compliance policies. This can include things like work hours, required software use, and communication best practices. New employee leave requirements. The CARES Act and FFCRA were passed in March 2020 to protect employees and employers during the coronavirus outbreak. While the former deals mostly with economic relief and updates to tax-advantaged medical savings accounts, the FFCRA expanded emergency family and medical leave, as well as emergency paid sick leave. This is especially tricky territory because coronavirus-related lawsuits are increasing with little chance of a slowdown anytime soon. One of the most common complaints is focused on leaves of absence. So it's clear this is a serious issue. It's a big deal. Bernie Portal put together a blog detailing paid leave requirements that were updated by the FFCRA. I've included that resource in the episode description, which you can use to update your culture guide accordingly. So all employees are on the same page regarding when they can take intermittent leave related to COVID-19. State-specific changes. We've covered a lot of federal regulations, but don't forget to include any employment updates that were made in the state where your company operates. For example, Bernie Portal's home state of Tennessee recently changed the state's workers' compensation law for 2020. One of the key updates included new limitations on attorney's fees for wrongfully denied claims. I recommend you review your state's labor and employment laws to stay compliant in the workplace. Safety and security plans. Without a definitive timeline for a vaccine, there's a very real chance that COVID-19 could last well into next year. If you haven't already developed a reopening plan or a safety plan, now's the time. Then incorporate applicable policies into your employee guide. Even if your team isn't particularly concerned about coronavirus or worksite outbreaks, these guidelines provide some protection from a liability standpoint. 
Once again, Bernie Portal produced another blog detailing CDC recommended steps for small businesses to develop a COVID-19 safety plan. And I've included that as another resource in the episode description. PTO policy changes. In another previous episode, I discussed why HR can and should audit the company PTO policy. By considering your company's financial health and the benefits package that you offer, HR can lead the charge towards meaningful PTO change and a healthier organization overall. For example, one of the most worrying trends in 2020 is that thanks to COVID-19, many employees put off taking their PTO. If your company is committed to paying out unused vacation days at the end of the year, a policy like this could really harm your bottom line. Consider updating your PTO policy and reference our previous episodes to learn how. Making ongoing updates to your culture guide will save you time in the long run. Staying on top of changes also makes you better at your job. You're more aware of the compliance concerns that face your team and your industry. And you demonstrate to leadership that you're on top of the constant changes that impact companies across the country every year. You've got this. Lastly, your employees will benefit from knowing what's right and what's wrong and what's expected of them. It's good for morale and engagement. It can boost retention rates and it can supplement the strength of your culture. A good culture guide reflects your culture and your values. The process of writing one helps your team think strategically about situations before they happen. Think of your guide as an opportunity to memorialize and enshrine and shine a light on behaviors and norms that help keep your organization compliant and thriving. By creating and maintaining one, HR can elevate performance across the whole team. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make it.